guys out there. It's the Holy Hour Podcast. This is Gavin. Thanks so much for joining us. A bi-weekly podcast devoted to the cure. That's what you've gotten yourself into, and uh, we're happy to have you here. It must have been a big night last night. You guys all must be tired out. Um, if everything went to plan and the world didn't end before the grand finale at the Meltdown Festival, you guys that uh, made it to the show saw curation and uh, hopefully can tell us what actually happened. Um, uh, big spoiler, this is not recorded in real time. This is not a live show, so hopefully it all actually happened and uh, I don't have any actual scoop on it at the moment. But uh, hopefully it's on the way and uh, hopefully you can share with us what happened at this thing. It was the grand finale of the Meltdown Festival curated by Robert Smith. In case you have no clue what I'm talking about already. And um, wow, yeah, it was supposed to be like a big uh, new wave alternative rock what do you call it? Mega Jam, All Star Jam, basically. He was saying it basically could have been just the cure. Who knows? Maybe it was the cure plus a few little special guests. Maybe a few members of the cure couldn't make it, so it was an easy out for him. Um, and there was some speculation that Robert Smith would be playing a solo acoustic set, or at least a few songs, maybe. We don't really see that very often, do we? There was some YouTube clip of like a festival, I think, where there was technical difficulties and he played a few songs. But otherwise, yeah, you don't see too much uh, solo folk Robert, which would be pretty rad, because I love that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, who knows? So uh, I hope it all went well, though, and everybody uh, is fulfilled, and it will tie you over to the Hyde Park show coming up next month. So, um, man, but we did not have any scoop, like I said, sorry, maybe that's coming, but today's episode is kind of a throwback to what we've been doing from the start, um, occasionally we like to gather covers around here, and this is, uh, kind of the part three of a covers, uh, episodes that we've done, maybe it's four, I don't know, I kind of lost track myself, I think three, though, is where we're at, um, where we just kind of keep a little list of covers around, and occasionally I like to give a little shout out, and, uh, maybe it's something that you missed, I missed this Rogue Wave one, um, I thought it was a lot older, but just looking it up now, they put out a, uh, a covers, kind of like a fatter EP, I think it had about, like, six or eight songs on it, um, and, uh, yeah, the band Rogue Wave, who I always kind of liked. Never really uh, had anything against, but I saw them live. Opened for UMI once, and uh, they were cool. And uh, have some good songs, so might be worth checking out. There's a cool, uh, it came out in like 20, some speculation, uh, or um, some debate of release date. It looked like it was either late 2016 or 2017, so fairly new. But, uh, yeah, they cover In Between Days, which I thought was pretty cool. They kind of... Did what I always hoped for with a cover, where they uh, changed it up just a bit, where you can feel like it's a different band playing it, but at the same time, they kept it pretty much, you know, respectful, and what it's supposed to be, and uh, yeah, other songs on that compilation, or, or that uh, covers album is uh, Rescue by Echo and the Bunnymen, there's a Pete Townsend uh, cover, Genesis, Betty Davis Eyes, uh, I guess they're going for like an all-80s theme, then, so... Colts, ZZ Top, so a little everything on there. Might be worth checking out if you're into Rogue Wave and those songs. But I thought we'd shift gears a little bit this episode instead of just uh, rehashing a bunch of covers you may or may not have heard. This time I wanted to throw it out to the listeners and uh, hopefully get your kind of covers and a lot of listener covers or just the unknowns, the fans, the Cure fan covers, not so much bands that we've heard of or or mega superstars, although um, I, I'm pretty sure most of the people that, that contributed and sent in recordings um, could even be full-on professional musicians and uh, very talented, all of which, so um, not to take away that it's amateur hour or anything, uh, these guys and varying levels of professional clips sent in here, so we got a little bit of everything, and I want to just play little snippets from all of them and... Uh, and you can track it down if you want to hear the full versions. But, um, yeah, I thought it would be kind of cool to share what the listeners record. And uh, as a finale, I thought it would be fun to um, myself share a cover. So I, I recorded the process of recording 
a, a cover. So uh, just uh, a, here at home, kind of a home recorded cover, and uh, I condensed the process because it you know it could take a while and be pretty boring. So I tried to trim it down and just uh, give you the the process of how I record anyway, like just home quick demos. And uh, so I'll walk you through that, and we'll have a full uh, uh, cover from yours truly here at the end. But um. Way before we get to all that, and even to pull Robert Smith and totally contradict what I just said, uh, I thought it would be funny to share a few sampled Cure uh, songs that have been have come to light. Uh, actually, Eric from last episode, when we sat down to talk, we got talking about covers episode, and he's like, hey, have you ever done a sampled one? Not so much just full-on covers, but bands and songs that have sampled the Cure it's like, nah, not really. I think I've kind of mentioned them in passing uh, with the Lily Allen one and um, was it some kind of rapish one where they sampled Lullaby? But um, yeah, never really dove into that world and uh, never really cared to. But at the same time, it's curious. And he sent me a website too, just for your own reference. It's called whosampled.com. And on first glance, it seemed like it would just focus on sample stuff, which I guess they got both, but it's also just a kind of a list of covers. Um, so tons of stuff, most of them with audio clips. So that's kind of cool. Or if you uh, want to just check out any song or artist, you can punch it in and see who's covered it. And um, along those lines too, on uh, the chain of flowers cure thing, there is like a whole page of where he just posts covers i never realized that in doing all this so it kind of makes this a bit more moot but um you know everybody's helping out chain of flowers so come on uh it's funner to do it like this where we just talk about them as we stumble across them so anyway uh i thought i'd throw out a very big name before we get to the unknown listeners and um the lesser knowns and uh, what about rihanna what rihanna that this will probably be the first and last time rihanna has ever come up on the holy hour podcast but yeah eric told me about this song called snm which i guess is it had a video so i guess it was a single um it's older i didn't even bother to jot down the year but um so i think it's probably one of those deals where her she had some huge hit album and it was like the eighth single off it or something because it's a horrible song in my opinion terrible song and uh but around the middle she she launches into the little riff from let's go to bed and it's almost like to the point where like geez i hope robert smith got some kind of check out of that i mean i don't know what the rules are as of now for sampling seems like you'd have to get permission um and uh at least some kind of cut of this hit single S&M from Rihanna and maybe it's one of those deals where they change one little note maybe near the end I thought I heard a little note shift and they got out of it because that'd be pretty shitty if she did but um let's hear what, what you think maybe I'm just crazy but uh Rihanna let's go to bed sample So there you go. She comes back to it again at the end with a little down, bow, bow, bow. But uh, I'm not going to even come anywhere near playing an extensive clip of that song or I'll be hearing from lawyers, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, I'm not messing with Rihanna. But, uh, yeah, pretty weird, huh? Was that like common knowledge out there? I had no, no clue that she had sampled anything like that. So, I mean, it had to be that, right? I'm not going crazy, am I? Okay. Uh, so, moving on, we'll leave that at, as it is. And um, kind of along those lines, but in a much cooler vein, I thought uh, I stumbled across one of these um, segments from a uh, Triple J Australian radio show um, called Like a, like a Version. And uh, apparently they just do covers. They have bands come in. And I'm sure they do like an interview from what I've seen on YouTube. They have like videos that accompany them and uh, uh, from Triple J Radio. And they uh, do cover songs. So they let the band pick a song and they cover something. And uh, there's tons of cool ones on there. So I highly recommend just subscribing or following the uh, YouTube feed of it too because it's really cool. And 
usually newer bands doing like a song that they choose and want to cover. And um, it was a fairly cool one recently that normally on the surface sounds like something I would be like, Ugh, but uh, Wolf Alice, who I really like, they're a cool band in themselves. And um, they were covering Charlie XCX. I don't know if the hip kids call or something different, but um, it, it's, I'm assuming a huge hit song, that boys song. And um, it's a you know one of those super catchy pop songs that you should hate, and if you probably listen to pop radio, you probably do hate. Um, but I've kind of stumbled across the the original of this song, the Charlie XCX or whatever, in a very wholesome way. And uh, <laughs> where the first time I ever heard the song was uh, downtown here in Asheville. They had a big Pride Fest, and it was awesome. They had this drag show and. Uh, this one drag drag queen came out and uh, sang or lip sank boys in this ridiculous uh, performance. It was great. And uh, so we just sat there and watched this and I was like, what is this song? And it was so like over the top and awesome. So that was the first time I'd ever heard the song and it just fit that situation so perfectly. Um, but then I heard this song and uh, they incorporated it for the like a version thing wolf alice covered that song but then kind of mashed it up with boys don't cry too so not your normal conventional cover um and i'll play a little sample of that but the also i've got playing it around my kid and now he just walks around and goes i was busy thinking about boys bing, boys bing, and you know so that's pretty adorable for me anyway and uh now i love the song but if i'm gonna listen to it i'll choose this wolf alice version because they kind of incorporate the cure into it and make it a little cooler you know it's a little less uh uh synth pop top 40 sounding it sounds like an actual alternative band or something so here's a uh, wolf alice doing their version of boys also boys don't cry I could play you the whole thing. They, uh, they're really cool. Maybe I just like Wolf Alice, so it works better. Definitely recommend checking out their original tunes. But um, yeah, here's the slow starting to stretch into unknowns now, but we're sticking with the weird approach still of sampling. This was something else that Eric tipped me off to, and I don't know. This just totally seems like YouTube sensation kind of madness here. Uh, but this is um, DJ Girl Talk, and it's called Don't Stop Officially. And uh, it's just like this crazy mashup of like four different songs, like a Soldier Boy one, and that cool one from the Train Spotting soundtrack, and uh, and In Between Days, three songs that have nothing to do with each other. And guess what? They don't sound like they mesh well. So here's a little snippet of this guy. I don't really even know. I don't even really care what the full story is. This is just sounds like a bad mashup, like somebody that just had too much time and a decent computer, if you ask me. Sorry, DJ. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't go by DJ, but DJ Girl Talk. <laughs> um, I don't know what your deal is, but um, as far as being a Cure fan and, and what you did in between days, whatever, man. So here you go, guys. Let me know if I'm just too old for this. Yeah, I don't know what's going on now. It just totally changes again. Uh, I wonder if Donald would like that kind of drum beat more 
if torn down had been all like that maybe <laughs> i somehow doubt it still i hope so anyway uh so yeah moving on i don't want to dwell on that too long because wow so i'll put a link to all these of course in the facebook thread if you really want to do the full experience uh some a better journey than others but uh yeah maybe it'll grow on you so let's uh start moving into some uh some people that have contacted us and um and uh, like I said, a lot of these vary in different approaches still. And, um, you know, how much time and studio work they put into it or if it was just a one-off quick recording. So um, take that all with a grain of salt as you listen to these. But I think you can tell who's who's doing what and what approach when you hear them. But I thought it would be a cool way to kick off with the first one is from an actual tribute band. And um, they're called Other Voices Out of France. And uh, they were cool and, and contacted me directly way before I even kind of started putting the idea together for another covers episode. And um, we've talked about tribute bands, uh, that band The Cured that came by here on Halloween. Um, so they were from like California. And, um, you know, I've I kind of said my feelings normally, my general feelings on Cure tribute bands where it's kind of a, just a confusing thing or... You know, once you're in the moment and you realize what's going on, it's fun if you're watching it, but it's a little weird on the surface. And then kind of boiled it down to, if you didn't listen back to those old episodes, the hardest thing I felt like was like you can always nail the music and do different things to the music and make it cool. But the hard part's the singing because you don't really know if they're like trying to be Robert Smith or sing it like Robert Smith. So um, I think these guys, other voices, do a amazing job of uh being a cure tribute band because i love the the french aspect and you can hear his accent in the singing so it's enough of a twist where um you know he's not trying to sound exactly like robert smith and uh the musicianship is just amazing so they just nail the music and that's just like a given and then his voice sounds great like where i would love to just hear original songs by these guys too and um but yeah, apparently um, they're they're launching off. I'll read the message he sent to me. I hope that's all right. Um, he says, hello, I play in a French tribute band, um, and they're starting to play more live shows, uh, I'm assuming throughout France. Um, I'd be glad to know what you think of the four songs we recorded as a demo, and then they send me the link, so I'll post that on the Facebook too, so there's a whole bunch of different songs and cool um you know, a lot of them are the singles and stuff, but they did like uh, play for today, and I'll play a second of that. And uh, I was very excited about this. They do a great job, and uh, the singer made me really happy because he really nailed what I, uh, you know, hope for in a Cure tribute band. So here's another variation of a cover, a full-on tribute band cover of "Play for Today" by Other Voices. So, see what I mean? That's pretty rad, right? So, um, yeah, God, I, if anyone's in France and Other Voices is playing, uh, definitely recommend them. Check it out. Uh, and somehow, if you guys get enough cash to come on over to the States here, um, please come on through Asheville, North Carolina in the mountains. I know it's a tall order, but uh, I would love to see 
a full live show. I mean, they just sound like cool, straight up cure covers to me. It doesn't seem as uh, tribute bandy even. So, um, great, great job, dudes. So, uh, I'll put the links to there and you can follow their Facebook page. And they got cool video clips that accompany those songs that they did in the studio, too. So, um, so yeah, check it out. And um, yeah, so now let's move on to a pairing of songs that I received, and both of which um, I grouped together because they were songs and artists that uh, I have kind of mentioned in passing in past episodes, but I'm not really sure. I didn't really want to go back and, and uh, really pick apart what I said and and uh, and how much of the clips. I don't think I played either clips of these two guys. So the first one's from Andy, who's contributed to the show in the past and uh, records under Black Sugar Transmission and has heaps of cool original material on the Black Sugar Transmission Bandcamp site. So we'll put a link for that, too. So definitely check out the original tunes. But um, in there, uh, recorded a while back, was a cover of Mouth to Mouth a um, the, from The Glove. So automatic points for... Uh, for awesome song choice <clears throat> nice obscure cover and um just does a phenomenal job with this cover i really love it and uh i'd kind of gotten tipped off by it from another listener in the past episode i don't remember which one it was i kind of think i just threw it out there maybe at the end of the glove episode or um somewhere in there that kind of fit but i just wanted to mention it but i hadn't made contact with andy at the time so i didn't want to just throw the clip in there without uh asking permission and all that so um so yeah he said play away and uh and uh, i really wanted to share this one with you now too and uh be sure to check out black sugar transmissions original tunes there's also more really cool covers on there too he does a full album cover of madonna's debut album so that one's really rad so it has all the hits lucky star borderline burning up so that's pretty phenomenal too in its own right but let's stay on target here and uh Mouth to mouth from the glove. This is black sugar transmission. So there you go. That's a straight up solid cover right there. Great job, Andy, and thanks so much for sharing. Be sure to check out the full version and other originals and covers on his Bandcamp site there. Um, moving on, the next one we, we had mentioned briefly in a past episode too, but we didn't have a recording of it at the time. And uh, this is from John and his band Safari Inc. And uh, we had mentioned in the past his band, sometimes live, will cover Machine Head from Bush and then medley in so it's not so much a mashup uh they would go into lullaby uh, so what these two unlikely songs how on earth could they pair well together uh, but they make it work and it's just that that c sharp is the common thread <laughs> and uh, and maybe an a too is that right when the next one it goes to but um so yeah so we got machine head and then he goes into lullaby and uh, like I said, this is from John and Safari Inc. in a, a live performance. So we'll uh, figure out a way to get this so you can hear it in its entirety on there too. Or at least you can contact them through the Safari Inc. Uh, band site. So here we go. Let's see how they pull this off. Yeah. 
uh, Safari Inc. and uh, two unlikely songs working together for a common goal of awesomeness. So uh, cool. Thanks so much to John for sharing. And uh, check out Safari Inc.'s page on our Facebook thread. So moving on, my friends. We get into some 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 of my territory here. These are the most common ones out there on the internet, and it's a dangerous world. But um, if you uh, really do it right, like these guys, you can uh, really narrow down some cool Cure acoustic covers. Um, I hear Donald cringing from wherever he is right now. But uh, I love a good acoustic Cure cover, and um, we got a couple really awesome ones sent in. This is from Pedro from Brazil, and uh, he's working up an acoustic version of Treasure, one of my all-time favorite Cure songs. Uh, very underrated Cure song, I think. A lot of uh, you know diehard Cure fans know it and love it, but I feel like it's one that doesn't really get the full recognition it deserves on the surface level. But um, it's a great example of ones that you can pick in and work up like because the layering is always so great in cure songs and they have so many little melodies and riffs that you can just kind of gradually bounce around the melodies on your acoustic guitar and just uh, do a really sweet acoustic version of it and pedro does a great job here with treasure so uh, i'm gonna play you a little bit of this clip She whispers, please remember me But not with tears Remember I was always true Remember that I've always tried Remember all of Donnie Remember me and smile Cause it's better to forget To remember me and cry Thanks again, Pedro. I love the city sounds. As you can tell, it's a very casual, just YouTube clip. So I'll post that on the Facebook page too, so you can see it. But um, yeah, just uh, just really accents the beauty of a song when you really strip it down like that. And to me, it's always a sign of great songwriting is if you can just really play like a sweet acoustic version of a song and it holds up on its own. And uh, yeah, thanks for letting us all be reminded of what a great song Treasure is. And uh, we got another one in the same vein. This was a uh, one sent in from um, Jaden, and um, I didn't really get any background info, so it's a bit of a mystery. But it's uh, again a YouTube clip, just a solo acoustic, uh, straight up recording, and um, and I really like it. And uh, Jaden did a great job of just kind of changing up the mel or the rhythm a bit. And um, the phrasings and, and just kind of very uh, cool take on Friday I'm in Love. And uh, very reminiscent to me. It reminded me of Soko even. You guys familiar with her? It's a, uh, a French artist. But, um, but yeah, it's, a, it's just a really cool kind of uh, take on Friday I'm in Love. So here you go, Jaden singing Friday I'm in Love. Jaden so uh, yeah be sure to check out the full version of that on our Facebook thread as well and um, like I said just a cool cool approach and good good variety of songs here so um, moving on now 
This next one goes in the other direction as far as big production and a, a full-on studio style recording. Um, and it's one that I found quite a while back and I just kind of bookmarked it and held on to it for this purpose of a covers episode and, and finally contacted him and uh, asked if I could could share it with you guys. And it's from Michael Matera. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing the last name. But um, an artist that does heaps of their own work too. Uh, Michael's got a bunch of originals on that Bandcamp site that I'll link to. Um, but in there was this project and it looked like it was for something called the the Pink Pig Project. And they do a cover of Blood Flowers. And um, it, it just really stood out. It was very cool. Um, there's female vocals on it. Uh, Cynthia does female vocals on it. And uh, I wrote to him and said, hey, can I use this, this version of Blood Flowers in an upcoming episode? Um, it's, it just really stood out as being like that and just nailed the music. And I like the different approach to the vocals with the female vocals. And, uh, Michael was very cool with, with saying, yeah, and setting on some background on the song. He said, um, long time back now. So it's an older recording. The people who did the pink pig project asked me to fill in for a band that couldn't meet the due date for the song blood flowers that was to be included in the set. Um, and I think we had about four weeks to get it recorded and sent off to them. Uh, we did two days of recording the track. First day was drums and bass six in the studio. And then I did keyboards, bass, and lead guitars at home. And the second day we did uh, the vocals and mixed back in the studio. So it was a very fast recording, but it sounds great. Um, as far as the production was, they really uh, nailed everything. And um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. And I'll show you a snippet here. So I'm not sure what the Pink Pig project is exactly. And it sounded like they were asking for blood flowers. Um, so we can all kind of delve back into that. But I didn't have time to fully research all that. But uh, this was just a cool um, and rare song. You don't hear blood flowers covered that often. So here you go. There you go, um, Michael and company doing uh, Blood Flowers. Be sure to check out the full version of that and all his originals. Um, sounds like there's some really cool uh, music going on there. I look forward to diving into the original tunes as well on the Bandcamp site, so you can find that on our Facebook thread as well. And um, Michael was super kind when, when I contacted him about sending another clip too that I'll share for you here, and it was a really cool... And to go full circles with our weird approach on these covers episode, um, it's a uh, where he took the isolated track of just like heaven that's been out there for a while now, and um, not sure if that's the one he used or what, but uh, somehow he had the isolated vocal track of just like heaven and recorded the full band backing music to it. So it's kind of a uh, like 
like guitar karaoke or reverse karaoke, if you will. Um, so it's pretty cool where he was able to uh, re-record the whole music and then put the the vocals over it. So that's an approach we have not seen yet, and I really like it because it sounds cool and different. So uh, it, it's a pretty fun project, I'm sure, to dive into and uh, basically having Robert Smith sing over your cover band. So uh, let's give a little taste of that. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? I think Michael might have some some production skills, man. That sounds great. If uh, Robert does his solo album, I think he needs to give you a call. Uh, you guys work well together. But um, cool. So thanks so much for sharing that, and uh, we'll try to figure out a way to to uh, at least put the the Bandcamp page up so you can contact. I don't know if that one's on there. I don't think it is. But uh, if you contact him, he'll probably be nice and send it to you. So uh, yeah. It appears that it's time for me to uh, put my money where my mouth is, if you will, and uh, try to do a cover of my own. So like I said earlier, I recorded the process, but I tried to narrow it down so it wouldn't be super long and drawn out for you. If that kind of thing bores you to tears, feel free to skip to the end of the song. Otherwise, uh, I'll see you next time from here, but I hope you enjoy this. It's a kind of uh, insight to how I do if I sit around and record original songs or covers. So um, here we go, a little uh, A Night Like This cover session. All right, guys, here we are. I'm about to uh, launch into a um, behind-the-scenes of recording A Night Like This cover. For better or worse, I tend to do things quickly. Um, I will also save you some of the listening tortures of recording a song uh with some edits here but uh for the most part i'm keeping it pretty straightforward i like to just uh layer stuff i'll start out with a beat and then put like a uh, a rough acoustic guitar and vocal over it just as a map um so we can figure out where we are in the song and then uh you just start layering stuff on from there i usually do a couple guitars and throw a bass in there and uh, then the vocals, and then usually keyboards last. So um, we'll see what we come up with. You never really know. Um, I guess I'm not talented enough to have a full vision, so I like to just kind of see where it goes as the recording process goes. And uh, as I may have already mentioned, uh, same rules still apply. Covers are tricky. I love this song. I don't want to screw it up. I want to do it justice. I don't want to try to do it exactly like them, but at the same time, I want to keep everything that's cool about the song in there. So um, on first glance, hypothesis-wise, I've changed up the beat. I've got a drum machine beat that uh, I already saved some time and and laid the beat in there. Uh, it's nothing super creative. It's just a uh, I tried to mimic um, actually the beat of Sound of Music, the Joy Division song. So it's along those lines, just a boonch, boom, boom, boonch. And I figured after torn down, you know, uh, any kind of beat was fair game to put behind these Cure songs, right? Yeah, let's dive into the first step, I guess. Um, Let's see, uh, I'll, I'll just play a snippet of it, but I'm going to do the rough vocal now and um, and the map, as they call it, or scratch vocals and guitar. And uh, so this will sound a little rough. It's not going to be the guitar or the vocals that we end up keeping. Um, but uh, here's the first part just to get me on track. All right.
So there you go. And um, so, a couple things you probably noted. So I bumped the key down. Uh, Robert can sing pretty high. Um, and that's a tough thing to do with Cure songs because he sings high and uh, not really my vocal style or capabilities. Um, you you kind of have to rearrange them sometimes, and that's tough. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I know the song so well and I love them, but I feel like changing the keys like totally screws with the songs too, and that bothers me. So a lot of times when I'm trying to cover a Cure song, I don't like to, to cover them because it doesn't really feel like I'm singing it right because it's not in the right key you know it's like Beatles songs for some reason too whenever I change a Beatles song key it just never sounds right um but sometimes you can luck out and I felt like this one was pretty close and it's only just a whole step down so um took that approach uh I think it's technically an E minor now um it's weird that uh yeah yeah, so it should be E minor. Um, next, let's start putting some real guitars in. Alright, so <clears throat> next we're going to um, start on the guitar tracks. I'm going to start out with an acoustic guitar. I'm not sure even if I want to keep it in there, but I'm most comfortable with an acoustic guitar these days. And I feel like it's another good um, just background to throw in there. And uh, so I'll put that in first just to help keeping an official map going as well. And, you know, might keep it and uh, might not, but uh, I'm going to keep it in that same staccato-y kind of, kind of like based on the keys rhythm. And uh, we'll go with that. And then we'll layer some, some thicker electric guitars on top of that. And, um, yeah, I guess real quick nerd talk. We haven't really talked about what I'm using yet. So I got a garage band that I'm using. I usually always use Pro Tools, but my version of Pro Tools wouldn't, work on my new uh, Mac that I got a couple of years back I think um, during the catastrophe of seeing the cure remember it, it died way back in episode whatever so um, so I got this new Mac which is 10 times better but I don't have Pro Tools for it and I've just been using GarageBand for the podcast which works good for the podcast but I don't like it for music you can't really do the fades better there's a lot of billion reasons but I like to just kind of mic stuff uh, and get like the real sound first and then if you want to fuck with it in the program you can or uh, before it even gets there ideally guitar wise uh, but as far as an acoustic guitar it's always best just to mic the actual guitar don't plug it in um, I've got a Martin and um, yeah, my old trusty DM Martin got this in like when was that 2005 maybe two no 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 2003 yeah 2002 maybe even by the end of 2002 um so i've had her a while now and uh, i feel like it's getting better with age so we're gonna just put it real close and uh get some good sounds out of it the sound you're hearing now won't be the sound coming through on the program but let's go ahead and get this uh acoustic guitar track down and we'll start getting into the loud stuff So now we're going to add some electric guitar. Um, this is probably going to blow out the mic that I'm using to do the podcast portion of this recording. But um, I'm using a Jaguar 1965 Jag that I got through a Fender Deluxe uh, through the pedal board. Um, I think I'm just going to do a clean one first and then uh, we'll see what we got from there. Uh, a clean one with a ton of reverb probably. And... Um, yeah, so I'm going to throw this into the mix and uh, see how it goes. So here we go. All right, so a bit of a jump cut from the last time. Um, as guitars tend to do when you start digging in um i let's see i tried to save you some of the boredom but it was uh i, I got like a clean jag then i put a distortion-y with delay jag in there and then i wasn't really sure about the clean one so i doubled it up with a slightly different tone and then i just kept looking at my telecaster across the room and i was like this would probably be a little better um and it's a little more cure era accurate so um i'm gonna do one more clean 
uh, just kind of background chords really um, and then uh, we'll see where we're at with electric guitars and um, this one's gonna be another clean track I got I forgot to mention what pedals I'm using just boss pedals <clears throat> probably because I read Robert Smith does that at some point in my life um, digital delay and the distortion even though uh, distortion wise I tend to like big muffs and rats and stuff but right now I'm borrowing a uh, boss distortion pedal and it's actually sounding pretty cool so anyway I'm gonna try one more clean one and then uh, we'll, we'll add some bass because now it's just starting to it's always a good time to add the bass when everything just starts sounding weird and you're like Ooh, and then you add the bass and it all comes together so uh, let's do one more guitar track here's a little taste they're gonna just do all open chords for this one for some ring outs So yeah, that Telecaster really fills it out, man. Every time! This is probably, uh, just like, I don't know. This guitar always comes back to this one. Um, love my Telecaster. Just can't beat that. That perfect, clean sound. So, um, anyway, uh, I lied. Since we got all the shit set up, this is gonna be the hardest part for me. The solo. I am not a solo kind of dude. So, um, I'm gonna try and uh, rock some kind of solo over this that isn't a sax solo. Um, so, with that in mind, uh, this is probably gonna take a billion tries, but I'm gonna um, give you a little taste of each, each attempt here. And uh, what I'm gonna do is, actually the sax part that they used on Torn Down for the solo was very kind of just slide riffy almost so I'm gonna try to swap those notes out with um, guitar so I'm gonna give that a shot so I'm gonna refer back to that and then uh, give it a shot so stay tuned Finally, the fucking fun part, adding the vocals. Now that my ears are all shot, I think I got at least enough uh, where I can add the vocals in, and then I'll add the keyboards at the end there. But, um, yeah, two things that have come to mind since uh, doing the other tracks. This might be the only song I really like that has a fade in. That's kind of strange. Uh, usually that doesn't work so good in songs, but uh, this might be my favorite fade in song. Anyway, here's a... Uh, uh, this sounds real bad without the rest of the vocals, so you're only going to get a snippet of me singing like a nut here without uh, background music. So here we go. Say goodbye on a night like this if it's the last thing you ever do. You never looked as lost as this. Sometimes it doesn't even look like you. Alright, I think that vocal take will work. I uh, kind of dabbled with some high voice harmony stuff. I'm not sure if I'll keep or not. Probably just bury it in there. And um, yeah, we're just going to throw a quick layer of keys on here now. And then uh, I'll play you the final version of this bad boy. Let's see what we got. So, the keys, man. Um, the keys got a little more elaborate than I thought they would. Um, how many tracks we got now? I'm all done. Just got to piece it together. I got three drum tracks. One has some crazy effects. Um, well, two of them do. So I just basically copied two of them and piled them on each other and threw some junk on there. One's like a spacey drums. Um, and one is like a straight clean one. And one's through like an amp. So, uh, so we got three drum tracks. We got one acoustic guitar. Um, two clean Jags um, on guitar, one distortion-y Jaguar guitar, one clean Telecaster. Then for the solo, I put two Telecasters. One's a dirtier one with effects and one's a clean one. And for bass, just the one bass track. Um, vocals, one track. Uh, parts of it I doubled. So two vocal tracks and a high part that may or may not get used still. Um, just used on that little whoa ho hoes 
Keys, got four more keys tracks. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 tracks. Oops, uh, I was meant to just kind of do this as an acoustic song. But um, anyway, I, I think it sounds pretty cool. I just got to um, connect some of the punch-ins and stuff and trim it up a little and maybe uh, figure out some editing tricks as far as dropping stuff out at certain parts or not bringing it into certain parts. And uh, so here we go. I'll play the full finished version right now, A Night Like This, as covered by yours truly. Hope you like it. cover of a night like this 
I still like the original better, but it was fun to do, and it's a fun song to sing. So uh, got to play it live the other day, so that was fun. So now it's in my memory bank, at least, after doing that. So um, I don't know. I hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, that's it for now on our covers episode. We'll probably be back in about six months with another batch. So um, if you got something you want to send or want to continue, um, send it, add it onto this Facebook thread I keep talking about. So it doesn't have to be mentioned in this uh, episode, but if you want to tack it on there, we would love to include you still, even after this is posted. Or uh, we'll talk about it in the next round. So um, thanks so much for listening. Hope everybody's doing good out there. Lots of great episodes on the horizon. Hopefully we'll get some kind of a um, Arusha review from Meltdown and Hyde Park uh, sooner or later. And, um, and Wish era is peeking around the corner guys we got some good stuff planned for that um and a couple other little spin-off ideas that we're, we'll fill in the gaps with so be sure to subscribe on itunes and um on instagram you can follow along with all the up-to-date minute information so the holy hour podcast on instagram and uh, just drop me a message anytime at gavin connor at gmail.com and of course go follow Arusha's project curefandocumentary.com and uh, also pick up some snazzy t-shirts from 17secondshirts.bigcartel.com our buddy Chaz is putting those out and uh, you don't want to miss out on those rad shirts you've seen them all over Instagram you know what I'm talking about so uh, keep your ear to the street on that and get get the latest one primary one I believe is the current one when this airs and it's super awesome i can't wait to get it and uh go over to remixgifts.com to check out some of those goods as well uh it's been great take it easy drop us a message and uh until next time talk hard Deep inside.